You're listening to Once, Episode 16, What Happened to Frederick? Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Dan Flynn. And I'm Jenny. And we are so happy to have you with us. And we just finished watching the now 14th episode of Once Upon a Time. 13th. 13th. Yes, I misspoke in our last episode. 13th episode called What Happened to Frederick? And it was a good episode. I think it it connected some dots that needed to be connected, and it moved the story along. It wasn't epic like Skin Deep was or like uh, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, but it moved the story along. What did you guys think, Jeremy? Yes, I'm going to label it a logical conclusions episode. We're finally reaching a point where we're starting to actually predict some of the things that are going to happen, which is good because that means they're being somewhat logical. They still managed to surprise us with some things we didn't expect, mostly the stuff with the stranger and, well, I should say August, and the book and all of that, that stuff we didn't fully expect. But I think we had some pretty good predictions in the past about Frederick and Abigail and how this whole uh, marriage not happening in fairy tale land came about. Yeah. Dan, what did you think of the episode? I'm glad I can actually talk about Frederick now without being deemed a spoiler person. <laughs> Which was actually edited out, so it no was, one knows what you're talking about. I didn't know what I was talking about either. I was just reading <laughs> someone else's stuff and just reverberating, and yeah, I totally gave away spoilers, so thank you, Daniel, for removing those. So uh, yeah, I'm glad I can talk about them, and pretty much, yeah, the whole new characters being introduced um, inside the school is pretty neat, because we might see some more, um, but I enjoyed it. Jenny, what did you think? I thought for sure that this episode was going to be about the Little Mermaid, so I was all psyched about seeing <laughs> That was one <laughs> evil Ariel. I was excited. Oh, and Rumpelstiltskin, I missed him. I missed him in this episode. He wasn't there at all. He didn't appear, and Mr. Gold did not appear. Is that oh. the, well, yeah, I, both. Yeah, well, I guess we can call him Rumpelstiltskin in both now. <laughs> He's admitted it. Is this the first episode in which he has not appeared at all? No, we've... We've seen uh, even for a minute as Mr. Gold. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. there have been at least one other episode where he was not in it at all as Hmm. either Mr. Gold or Rumpelstiltskin. I can't remember which one that was, but I'm pretty sure there was one. I knew the guy in the school was Frederick the moment I saw him. The moment (laughs) he he bumped into him at school and he looked, I was like, "That is that would be a totally wasted moment (laughs) if it wasn't." important does somehow. he work there or is he like a high schooler i think i think it'd be weird if he was not a high schooler. that's why i yeah. asked characters do not bump into main characters unless they're also an important character mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently he's credited as also being the gym coach oh. but when she bumped into him i thought he was much younger than he actually was so i didn't really think that did you guys hear him gasp yes and that's I, when i started to put it together <laughs> it's it's very quick yeah by the way, I just realized how like we're going to have a very happy ending in the future where we can announce all characters as their storybook names. <laughs> like, Eventually, one yeah. day I won't have to have like James and David and Prince Charming and and 
Marble Stopeskin and Mr. Gold, and then <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be good. Maybe. And then Dark Lord. Story in the meantime, we'll help you out, Dan. The Dark One. I always call him the Dark Lord. Yeah, so it'd be nice. <laughs> one name for all. One name to rule them all. One name to find them. Well, let's talk a little bit about a couple of the things of this episode. Now, keep in mind, this is just our initial reactions. So we just finished watching the episode and we're just sharing what we think right off the bat, which is, I know, an American thing, which doesn't really make sense. But we will get more in-depth in this episode in our regular Wednesday evening episode, which we'll record live Wednesday evening at 8.30 p.m. We do these episodes every Wednesday evening live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx slash live. And by the way, we also have this live right now because we've started this thing of every Sunday evening in Eastern Time and Central Time. We jump in the chat room and chat with some of the other people who are watching with us. And then immediately after that, we'll come down here to the studio and record some initial reactions. And we're doing that right now as well. And we've got some awesome people in the chat room now, 23 people in there. So thank you everyone for coming and listening and join us again next time when we do it live so that you can be a part of this awesome fun too. So the the episode starts off in fairytale land and we see that they're looking for James. It's the day of the wedding and the groom is missing. And they go, they find him some way and they start chasing him and they're shooting at him. Yeah, I thought that was kind of dumb. He you, has to marry our daughter. Shoot him. It was a terrible shot. Well, he didn't have a shotgun. What was on the ground that they hit? He'll get that later. A basket. That was much later. Yeah. They shot a little oh, later. Okay, I was thinking basket. of that. It's like, oh no, let's shoot the basket. I mean, just a little odd that it was randomly hit the basket and not <laughs> them. Yeah, it was a little too good to aim at the basket, by uh, the way. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah, the king's own soldiers can't hit the broadside of a basket. Well, I guess they could. The basket, but not the broadside of a larger person. All the king's horses and all the king's men could was, put James and Abigail together again. <laughs> that's great. I was really amused by Abigail's hat. <laughs> and that single feather. The uh, you mean? Oh yeah, Abigail. Her storybook name or fairy tale name. <laughs> I thought it, we finally saw the nag with the bad attitude wasn't a nag and didn't have a bad attitude. Yeah. I feel really mean now. She was just all honest and stuff. Yeah. I like that. So polite, so kind, and yeah, like you said to Jenny, honest to him, saying, "I don't want to marry you," <laughs> which too is a little interesting. Like when she was talking with him later. And he went and accused her of something. She just put her hand out to the guard and the guard stopped. It's like she had this power. And Crazy Pete on the chat says, you know, why was why were her guards so much better than the king's? <laughs> like her guards look like they had skills. And the king's like they couldn't even jump over a log in the middle of the road. It was a little oh, lame. Yeah. That's because Midas's kingdom is clearly the superior kingdom. It's because he turns all their gold into all their armor into gold so they can't run fast on the and horses. People. Yeah, Everyone that's true. Keeps stealing their armor. <laughs> yeah. So we did discover what happened to Frederick, of course, the episode title. And we were right. We were right. I posted it in the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums and several others had the same idea too, that we theorized that Abigail and uh, Frederick had some kind of romance going, but because of his being turned into gold, either intentionally or accidentally, they couldn't be married. <laughs> And that's why... That's why she was so cold towards yes, her dad. exactly. Because he was forcing her to marry someone else and because maybe she blamed him 
for it, whatever. So the the breaking off of the wedding was actually the breaking, at mm-hmm. least it seems, of the merging of the kingdoms. Yeah, and uh, and I was right too, by the way, about people were saying, how did James get out of it? And I was like, he probably just rode away. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> I try to come up with this conclusion, unburied his dead brother and... I like that theory. <laughs> that was a good theory. And <laughs> he would have had dirt in his fingernails. He would have had to clean all that out just to leave him. That would have been it, a little messed up. It could still happen. It could still be that maybe King George will dig up mm-hmm. James's dead twin. That could still be a part of it I because think, we don't know what happens to King George. Now, why did we decide that the kingdoms must have somehow merged? Is it because of the castles? Well, later on, rather earlier in episodes, which is chronologically later from now... <laughs> We see that James, or Prince Charming, and Snow White live in this castle, and they're a part of this castle that has the exact same emblems as King George has. The emblem that looks, it makes me think of a sergeant um, emblem, like a rank symbol, but it's got stars on it, or flowers. And How do you get stars and flowers mixed up? <laughs> Blurred screenshots that sound <laughs> so it's the same emblem and it's all over it's the same castle too we saw the same round table in many scenes before so who's frederick like what side is he on is he going to merge another kingdom or i think he was just one of the kings one of midas's guards yeah one mm-hmm. of his soldiers so it's not really a kingdom a merger. marriage <laughs> maybe maybe one of his closest soldiers. Yeah, you don't want to get married unless you're going to merge a kingdom. <laughs> In our chat room, Princess Emma suggests that uh, maybe there might be three kingdoms. I think there are many kingdoms. Yeah, I just don't know which well, ones are implied. In, in referring here. to uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the gold guy. I thought, uh, the gold it was, guy. <laughs> I thought it was kind of dumb that... The king turns to this guard and he says, find him. And then you turn, he turns around and it's actually James. And the king didn't notice it was James. <laughs> yeah. But the guards who are watching this, him ride off with his red flowy cape, um, <laughs> notice like that it is James. It's crazy because the king saw his face, didn't he? And these guards were seeing the back of his head. and his He must have cape. been distracted by his anger. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. He was, it's just I think crazy. He was trying to disguise his little red riding hood with the cape. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that cape did uh, make him look sort of. I think girly. he actually looked more feminine than she did. Does this cape make me look fat? It's <laughs> royal, not feminine. <laughs> In Storybrook, <laughs> David and Mary Margaret. I'm just have, defending my red cape. Sorry. <laughs> David and Mary Margaret have more instances of getting trying to get together. Well, not really even trying, but realizing that they shouldn't be together. Kind of. And we see that twists and turns, and we might discuss that more in our in-depth episode. But any initial thoughts there on David and Mary Margaret? I thought he was so cowardly to not tell Catherine the truth. I thought, like, everyone else's personalities are matching matching up back and forth, except for his, which was really odd. Yeah. Like, he was this noble... Yeah, noble, charming person in Fairytale Land and Storybrooke. He is uh, what was written on the card. Maybe he's damaged. Well, he's partially cursed. Mary Margaret is kind of the same, too, because in Fairytale Land, she's bold, outgoing. She's, you know, this huntswoman and she's living in the outdoors. In modern day, she's like the opposite. She's very reserved, she's more internal. She makes birdhouses. She's That's more outstor- outdoorsy. She's more like she was in Fairytale Land before 
her father died. True. Hmm. A little bit. Still different, but more like that. I think she's still capable of those things in Storybrooke. Yeah. Somewhat. It was funny to see the exchange between Emma and Mary Margaret in the <laughs> diner when Emma said, I'm not your mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you are. <laughs> David thinks, or, 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 Henry thinks I'm yours. <laughs> the stranger's name, August Wayne Booth. It's just the weirdest mishmash of whatever. Like, uh, like an author name. Well, I was think uh I was thinking of um John Wilkes Booth. I was the thinking of August Rush. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, or nothing to August do with Rush. fairy tale. August <laughs> Rush. I was thinking of that guy. <laughs> but later on, the stranger, when he took Emma to the well, did say to her that he never tells a lie. Hmm. He said so, that. Oh my. I yeah. Missed that. I missed it too. Um, I, well, people keep saying Pinocchio, and I keep thinking that's weird, but it's starting to feel that um, way. It it could be. He said, um, say what you want about me. I always tell the truth. That's what he actually said. But Pinocchio, we don't really see him grow up in you know the Disney the Disney version. Well, we haven't seen anything about Pinocchio. Yeah. The only much. glimpse of Pinocchio we got was in that pilot episode when Geppetto said, Me and my boy will do this. And then we <laughs> later see a couple times pictures of scenes of them <laughs> actually carving the um the tree into the wardrobe we saw that yeah yeah, yeah oh, there's wait. a yeah. shot of geppetto and his son working together in the uh, workshop and yeah. then the shot the camera moves over to prince charming and snow white oh. looking from their tower over right oh, I forgot what about i want to know is how does pinocchio know so much about making books or whoever he is <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that what was he doing with the book it was it Am I wrong in thinking it was just basic book restoration? Well, I don't no, think anything he was is wetting wrong. it to make it look like it was wet. I don't think so. What? He was to washing it. It looked like it had fallen because he grabbed it from the case. It was dry. It was protected. Or then he, he made the wish. Uh, he made Emma do the wish at the well, and then he made it look like it got all wet in the sewer, and that's when he placed it there. No, nah, that was a the, clean solution that he was. Was it? If Maybe you wanted the book to look damaged, you could just you know throw it in the mud. <laughs> I'm thinking that at first I was thinking he wanted to copy it, but then I realized, no, he's not copying anything. He's not taking any pages. We don't see any new pages coming from the book. He did take the book apart in some way and sewed it back together. Very and carefully. He, and he had some kind of liquid solution. So a couple thoughts. One uh, is that maybe he's extracting some kind of power from the book. <laughs> I know, it's crazy, I but... I thought there's like mixed messages that if you put something like a solution on it, some extra sayings and stories would appear on the outside of the columns or something. I, the thought, all those, I thought all those things too, but I, I honestly think that maybe somebody who knows about restoring old books would be laughing at us right now. <laughs> Here's a question. Ah, sorry. Well, let, me, let me show you the other theory and this came up in the chat room while the show was going on and i can't remember who said it but they theorized that maybe he was restoring those pages that emma had pulled out and burned maybe how would he get his hands on them though well maybe maybe he's somehow got power to restore the pages to the book he's a writer is it but what's oh sorry jenny what's your theory you know the well like the well the magic well the one that the bucket was only like six feet down and he pulled it up right away. <laughs> that one. Well, do you think 
Do you think he told her that story and then gave her the book, or do you think the well made the book come to her? I think he put it there by her car. You think yeah. so? That box is not water. floating. Someone had theorized that maybe he took her to the well just to make her hear the story, and then he gave her the book. Because when she picked up the book, the camera yeah, he was switched there, over. Of course. Yeah, he's like to him watching. peeking around the corner, but his bike is just sitting there. Like, I'm whoops, not convinced. I meant to leave some flowers for her. Oh, I left a book instead. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm not convinced either way. Like, I don't, I don't know if the well was actually magical or if he left the book there for well, her. Well, he, I, that's what I was going to say at first. I'm like, well, he did tell a lie because, you know, the book was, he placed it and the well didn't do it. But then I realized he read the plaque, so he wasn't really lying. Mm. Well, here's another thought. Maybe he got the pages back after drinking the water from the well. Huh. Or maybe he got the pages back after dipping them into mm. the well water. <laughs> Nani, I think it's pronounced Nani. somewhere. It's Noni. Noni, okay. Said that maybe he wrote the ending of the book. Because we haven't seen if anything's changed. And Henry hasn't like gone through it yet to find out if there's extra stuff in there that wasn't there before. Seeing yeah. he's a writer. I mean, he could have he could have changed things around. I don't know. How long until Henry notices that? Because Henry's been through this book a lot. I don't know if he's going to remember it. I mean, you saw his recollection of the book and it was like consisted of pictures and a few misspelled words. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, I think he would notice some new pages. That was a big book. Eventually he'll notice. I, I don't think we'd ever seen the side of it. That thing's big. Like it's a thick book. So whatever it was, he he pulled it apart, maybe, but he definitely put it back together. Yeah. Could, maybe it's... A different what book. If something was hidden inside the cover, because he took the cover off, he he had to go in mm. and take special hidden message or something within the cover pages. Um, maybe he had a. If you take that out, you pretty much have to destroy the binding. So he put the binding back together to make it look like he didn't touch anything. Maybe. Maybe he's a bad guy and he's working for Regina and he rewrote the story. <laughs> Did Henry say at some point <laughs> that the book was falling apart? Am I making that up? I don't remember hearing that. I don't remember that either. I don't know. He sort of ripped pages out of Emma, so it could have fallen apart. <laughs> like Emma as a child and just ripped those out and gave it to her. But I don't, yeah, I don't think he said anything about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm so- super confused by the fact that Regina says that he is vaguely familiar. Like, I cannot figure out who he is. Yeah, that's... That's the part of this that doesn't make sense with him possibly being Pinocchio. What would be vaguely familiar about him being Pinocchio? Unless... She saw him as a sapling. Yeah. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> maybe he's a sapling from her prized Honeycrisp apple tree. Weird. Yeah. Maybe they're... <laughs> oh, my. Oh. Pinocchio, my boy, you got an apple on your arm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dachshund in the chat room offered um, Or he's working for Mr. Gold No, Geppetto made a deal with Mr. Gold And Mr. Gold found a way to make Regina forget him And make the curse not affect Pinocchio And in the chat room Everyone is yelling out Saying uh, Her child Evil Queen's child Everybody? Could be Well, several people Which would make sense because she would have seen him as a young child And Maybe that's who she loved most, and then she thought he died. And I don't know. It has to be either she was young when he when she met him, and he lives for a very long time, or she was old and he was young, and that's why 
she doesn't really recognize him too well. Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's still a lot we don't know, but that thing of that, that she vaguely recognizes him is still this part that I think that's still an important piece of the puzzle of who is he, but let's move on with some of the other parts of this. We saw a siren in this lake of magical lake and the siren can appear as whatever to people to try and deceive them and then entrap them and uh, temptation. And I caught a line that James said that was great. He says, I want reality or I want nothing referring to real love. He didn't want her fake love that she was offering. He wanted the real love. I didn't think she was all that pretty. My personal opinion. I didn't think she was all that pretty. It was creepy. Do you think that lake is actually at the bottom of the well? Nope. Do you think it's the same water supposed (laughs) to be? I think it is. I don't. I think that was implied. Yeah. I'm thinking so too. I don't. <laughs> well, I thought so. It's the only. Yeah, they talked about water in both, and there's always like some connection between the both uh, both worlds. So, or I think it, so. It could just be, you know, how they have the toll bridge. Yeah. That maybe maybe Storybrooke is just. It's kind of laid out the same way, maybe with the same like landmarks and stuff, but it's not magical anymore. Yeah, could be. Or it's just a story parallel. Maybe. I can't Do you think decide. instead of going back, I think we discussed this before, but in that case, instead of going back into Storybrooke, that story, um, back into fairy tale world, that Storybrooke would just transform over time into fairy tale world. Or it will crumble in an epic. Sort of like Emma waking up the people, Storybrooke would wake up to fairy tale world, fairy tale land. I, maybe not. I I don't know. We, the, the series could really go anywhere. But moving on with our initial reactions, we now see at least one other thing that all of Regina's keys open. Yes, everyone's uh, houses. It's really creepy. That, that is made creepy. me so mad. She, like, <laughs> yeah, that part of the episode, my blood started boiling. I was just like, Regina, you need to try to leave town or something. She's tampering. She's totally tampering. Bad, Regina. The keys go to people's houses. She's messing with people's lives as if though she didn't already completely change their lives. So I don't know what the difference is. Ugh. I love to, like, you saw Regina hurting twice in this. And one, they had two different types of appearances. One when Henry really wanted to see Emma and yeah. she actually looked genuinely hurt. And the other one when she was frustrated at Abigail or uh, what's her? Catherine. Catherine. When um, she's like, you're such a good friend and hugging her. And she's like, I want to rip your throat right now. <laughs> but it was neat because she, I mean, both times you could see the differences. One was a genuine heartfelt, like, you know, her actually missing something that she wants. And another one was just her not getting her way. That's mm-hmm. true. I'll feel sorry for her when she stops technically breaking into people's houses. And she's so. six feet under. Yes. And I mean, Sydney in our chat room asked, why did Regina get Henry an old game? It was Space Invaders. Oh, or space so space Paranoids. That's like what it was. New, well, I don't want to call a BlackBerry a new phone. I'm sorry, all BlackBerry fans out there. But they have a BlackBerry. <laughs> Emma does. Emma does. That's right, because she brought it from the outside world. And then there's like these old phones, and that game was just retarded. It was, <laughs> oh, it was awful. At first, from the angle we first saw it, it looked like it might be a PlayStation 3 controller yeah, or, you know, something 
part of a bigger present. It's like, here's the controller. You get the whole gift for this. But then we see it later, and it's Space Paranoids, an old game. And I don't space what now? Space Paranoids. Paranoids. Yeah, that was actually the name ah, of it. The space is coming. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Earth is coming up. <laughs> so the sky's falling. That's well, weird. Okay, so we're you're sure that's a really old, old game? Yeah, he's yeah. Well, did you I mean, see yeah, it? Yeah, but they still sell stuff like that. It was a trinket. Yeah, the dollar store. She's like, I'm sorry about your book. Here's a video game. Go rot your brain. It could also be (laughs) a nice little thing. You know, at the end of every episode, we see that um, Horowitz or the... uh, Kitsis. Yeah, Kitsis Horowitz Uh logo. And it's the little (laughs) space paranoids. That could be a little just thing to them. Maybe that was their favorite game growing up. Those guys that wrote the episodes. Sorry, Wikipedia has space paranoids and it has a little screenshot and it totally looks like Tron guys coming down and it says it's a first person shooter arcade game designed and released in 2009. Oh, that's... No! By 42 Entertainment for the 2009 San Diego Comic Con International. Ah, it was a special thing that they released just for that. Okay. Uh, I don't the know. Game they wanted existed. it to feel like Tron. So yeah, it was 2009 is when the okay. game was released. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, and well, that but probably not the one she got him because maybe Mary, Mary Margaret just has a really low income from the school, and that's why she has that ugly released flip is phone. What um, JJ is saying in the chat room, he's saying re released, but that's Wikipedia JJ Abrams lie. in our chat room. Just <laughs> that kidding, would be awesome. <laughs> uh, just a couple other things as we go on, and again, we will get into these notes in much more detail on our episode this Wednesday at 8 30 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx/slash live, but. Uh, we saw that Abigail had said in fairy tale land, some people will stop at nothing to destroy the happiness of others. That's what Regina is doing. And it Mm -hmm. even cut immediately from that to Regina breaking into Catherine's house to steal that envelope. And I wonder what else she did with her just disappearing. I actually like Catherine and Abigail now. Yeah. But am I wrong or did, Storybrooke kind of end on a cliffhanger. That happens in fairy tale because they jump all around, but Storybrooke, I mean, they're going to have to deal with that like next week in some way. I think Regina actually knew what would happen. I don't think Regina had a hand in what happened. I think she just knew that nobody can leave Storybrooke. So she just. Except where is she? She wasn't in the car. So. Oh, yeah. So. I don't know. Did she run off into the woods? She, she, Crazy, she ran right? off to have a baby. <laughs> Cinderella. I think that Surprise. means we will get to see Frederick again, though. Because with a cliffhanger like that. Well, yeah, he's the one who found the car, right? Yeah. yeah. I hope what that means he he's not out there. I know. An expendable character. I was like, what you doing? You leave like, town, too? <laughs> following her? And that was, that was weird. Point. Why I don't was think he so. Out there? I don't know. I think that's just convenient. He was well, just like, I want to go to Boston exactly. for Exactly. Either he was following her, or he knew he was leaving, so he was trying to catch her, or he was trying to leave Storybrooke as well. Because, yeah, he saw, she crashed right in front of the leaving Storybrooke sign, so he was on that road also to leave Storybrooke. Mm. It might just be a bit of a maybe thin spot in the plot. Yeah. Like, they need, they need there to be some other roads right there at that spot that people could be headed toward. <laughs> and bad things only happen if they go beyond the intersection. Yeah. Oh, one He's other... got some splainer to do. <laughs> one other thing they're mentioning in the chat room, Malcor is mentioning this, is that we saw the red spray can, red spray paint can in mm-hmm. Regina's office. Yeah. 
Like I noticed I that. I was so like, she did it. Yeah, the one that painted Tramp on David's car. It wasn't David's car, was it? Wasn't Wait, car, was it? it was, that uh-huh. was, no, was Mary Margaret's car. car. Okay. And he was just being nice and getting it off. Okay. Oh, so she did that to... Oh, it was her her car? Well, I think so. I, I thought so. I mean, yeah. why would they put Tramp on a guy's car? And why would he be driving that Lady on the Tramp? No, not really. <laughs> yeah. No, it was her car. But uh, mm. yeah, yeah, Regina ticking me off this week. I was upset at David, too. Yeah, him too. Yeah, a, a <laughs> lot of bad decisions were made, but thankfully we did get to see one happy ending in Fairy Tale Land was the book. Yeah, Abigail. Well, oh, that was what I thought. <laughs> that was the part that was happy for me, and it still remains to be seen whether it was happy. <laughs> we have yet to see uh, what happens to the book. What Listeners, was happy about Abigail? Oh, that, oh, you said in Fairy Tale. Yeah, happy I'm getting Abigail Fairy Tale. Got back together. Storybrook mixed well, up tonight. If she's allowed to be married, we don't know what happens after this. Something I else was, could happen. I'm just, I was so uh, disgusted by the fact that <laughs> that Regina had them act married and they weren't. It's just upsetting. And did you catch that little glimpse that Catherine had that she said something that indicated like she felt like she loved someone else or felt love for real? Well, she said she was going to go find it. Yeah, she didn't. She just she didn't refer to any other. Okay, I guess I heard that wrong. It, it, we'll find out when we rewatch this for the later episode. But it it I thought she implied with just one quick little mention that she had once felt true love and knew she wasn't getting it. She from said she never David. had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did she? Mm-hmm. She did. I thought someone had asked her, "Did you have you ever loved someone before?" And she said, "Yes." She asked Regina. She uh, Kath- oh, okay. or, yeah, yeah. Catherine asked Regina, and Sorry. Regina said yes. I read okay. the the chat thing and I mix everyone's characters up, and I think I'm <laughs> listening, but I really am not. <laughs> well, listeners, we would love to hear from you your theories, thoughts, comments, and everything about this episode of what happened to Frederick. Well, we know what happened to him, but we want to hear from you <laughs> what else you think is going on. So. Here are all of the ways that you can give us your feedback. Call 903-231-2221 or email feedback at oncepodcast.com or go to oncepodcast.com and click the send a voice message button on the site right there so you can record it from your computer and send it to us. And send stuff to us that you want in the podcast. Now, if you just want to share your theories, discuss, we'd love to have that in the forums. That way we can talk with you and others can talk with you and share their theories and you guys can have fun debates with each other or find other people who also feel the same way. You can find missing pieces to your theories. So go over to oncepodcast.com slash forums to join the forums. It's completely free, very easy to join too. You can sign up with a username and password or log in with Facebook and Twitter so you don't have to create a username and password. Go over there to oncepodcast.com slash forums and talk with all of the awesome other listeners there. You can join us then this Wednesday for our live episode about what happened to Frederick at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at noodle.mx. And all of us will be there talking about it, sharing some of your feedback and discussing this episode in much more detail Make sure that you follow the podcast on twitter.com slash once podcast for any late breaking announcements or anything. 
watch the blog over at onespodcast.com, and you can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Dan Flynn. Follow me at twitter.com slash Dan Flynn Design. I'm Jenny. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook. So we look forward to hearing from you, your thoughts and theories on this. Be sure to go over, like I said, to oncepodcast.com. Get all our feedback information there. Join the forums. Check the show notes for all the episodes. The show notes for this will be at oncepodcast.com slash 16. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our great podcasts like this one at noodle.mx.